0: That's uh, One Bourbon, One Scotch, and, of course, One Beer by uh, George Thurgood. Another old song, bringing you all the hits today. We got war, money, and beer. Um, so uh, this is Alyssa. I'm here to tell you about the Fair Beer Act. Um, like I said uh, at the beginning of the show, when we first, uh, Selena and I were first talking about this, um, you know, I sort of seemed a little skeptical. Uh, and then upon further research, I my skepticism was confirmed. So I'm going to give you an introduction, tell you what the actual act is, and then tell you why I think it's not something we should drink to and give you an alternative that I think is a better piece of legislation. So earlier this year, a bipartisan group of senators and congressmen introduced a piece of legislation that was called the Fair Brewers Excise and Economic Relief Act of two 2015 Or the Fair Beer Act It's a reform piece of legislation That would create a graduated tax structure For brewers And simplify the tax codes For people who brew beer According to the beer industry uh, The lobbyist group The Beer Institute The federal tax on beer Is a major contributor To the total tax burden When it comes to beer And that there's an estimated 40% Of the retail price of buying a beer Which essentially means that When you go to buy a single beer 40% of the price that you're paying on that beer goes to pay the taxes that uh, all the different people from the bars to the brewers have to pay. Uh, So what does this bill do? Well, the Fair Beer Act would simplify and reform the federal beer tax for companies that brew and import beer, and it would apply to all beer companies ranging from large national brewers to small, single, like brew pubs or microbreweries or craft breweries, as we know them. Under the bill, regardless of the beer brand or the style the consumer buys, the federal tax they would pay on the pint for a six-pack or for a case would be completely graduated, and it would be based on a simple graduated formula. This formula in this law would be helped, uh, it, it is supposedly or allegedly aimed at helping small brewers who would have their federal excise tax reduced from $7 per barrel to $0 per barrel. Um, and it would eliminate the federal excise tax for those people, um, but then for those for anybody who produces up to 7,143 barrels of beer, and then for every barrel produced between 7,143 and 60,000 barrels so those are mid-sized brewers they would pay 350 a barrel taxes and if you are a large brewer 60,000 barrels or to 2 million barrels or above you would pay $16 a barrel after 2 million barrels you would pay $18 so it's sort of like a progressive tax which usually seems like something that we would get behind Um, now the purpose but I'm gonna tell you why we shouldn't in a minute The purpose of this law is that it supposedly aims to protect beer workers. Back in the 1990s, the federal beer tax was doubled and about 60,000 people lost their jobs because the industry could not, uh, I guess, survive this big tax hike and they had to lay people off. Uh, So what the Fair Beer Act would do would completely remove this excise tax for the smaller breweries, as I already pointed out, and it would help to encourage the growth of small businesses and remove barriers for new entrants into the marketplace, which means if Stanley and I wanted to start a brewery, it would make it easier for people like Stanley and I to be able to do so because there wouldn't be so many tax regulations that we would have to comply with in order to enter the business. Um, as you may or may not know, beer is a huge business in this country. It contributes nearly oh, yeah. $250 billion to the, the economy, and it supports jobs for over 2 million American workers. Everyone directly in the beer industry such as brewers, uh, grain growers, manufacturers, distributors, and sale clerks at the grocery store uh, and convenience stores. But it also supports other industries like agriculture, marketing, manufacturing, transportation, financial services, gr- uh, groceries, restaurants, and retail. So the beer industry takes up a large segment of the market. Now, getting to the crux of where we're at and the most important thing, which is, is this a good idea? And I'm going to say no. Why? Um, there's actually another piece of legislation that is very similar. It's called the Small Brew Act. And if we're really concerned about small brewers, which is – sort of what the Fair Beer Act is couched in, then we would be better off supporting the Small Brew Act instead of supporting the Fair Beer Act. So give you a little background on that. The Small Brew Act was actually introduced prior to the Fair Beer Act. This was back in February, and it was introduced as a way to help small businesses grow and to take away some of the barriers for people to enter the market. Like I said, if we wanted to start a brewery. However, another bipartisan group of senators and congresspeople felt that it wasn't fair because it only gave tax breaks to small businesses. It didn't give tax breaks to the big four. Um, And so they created the Fair Beer Act as a response to the Small Brew Act because they felt that the tax should be graduated for everybody. Uh, So according to Craft Beer Promoting Trade Group, which is the Brewers Association, they say craft brewers make up a large number of the breweries, but 89.5 percent of the beer Is still controlled by the top four companies, um, and they say that the Small Brew Act, uh, which is supported by the Brewers Association, it was designed to restructure taxes to encourage growth for small breweries only, um, because the fair the craft beer industry contributes three point sorry thirty three point nine billion dollars to the U.S. economy. Now, the Fair Beer Act would aid the craft brew industry, as I pointed out, but it goes a step further than its counterpoint, the Small Brew Act, in that it cuts taxes entirely for craft brewers up to a certain size, but um, it also is supported by multinational companies like Anheuser-Busch, which owns Budweiser, Miller Coors, and the Beer Institute, which is the big lobby group, which lobbies for the beer industry as a whole. So why would, here's the catch, right? Why would these organizations want to eliminate tax breaks on their rivals, right? They would want their rivals not to be able to compete with them. Um, Well, the reason why the big four actually support this piece of legislation is because the Fair Beer Act also includes huge tax bakes for large brewers. So I told you there was a catch. I thought there was a catch on Thursday night when I spoke to Selena about it. And sure enough, there is a catch, which is unlike the Small Brew Act, which is only aimed at small and mid-sized breweries to help them grow, the Fair Beer Act... Um, like I said Gives these huge tax breaks um, So essentially The Fair Beer Act Is a red herring Right It proposes An unrealistic amount Of tax cuts That predominantly Will benefit The biggest players In the industry The big breweries Who cut jobs Shift profits offshore And in some cases Are actually owned By foreign controlled Conglomerates And its extreme tax cuts Make it very unlikely To pass uh, If legislatures And business people Are advocating For the Fair Beer Act Over the Small Brew Act They're actually Backing a loser Um Um, And in my opinion, and I think the opinion of the Brewers Association, if people really want to act um, and to help small craft brewers with tax relief, then they should support the Small Brew Act instead of the Fair Beer Act. Big corporations are always looking to increase their profits, motivated by greed. They just want another tax break. I mean, how much richer, how much more money can you make? They already they dominate what nearly ninety percent of the beer market itself. Like Alyssa said, that's ridiculous that they would reintroduce this leg- legislation so that they, and say that it's unfair to them. What's unfair is that they're monopolizing the market. I agree. I mean, oh, that's hard, what it comes down to, Is you know, and not only are they monopolizing the market, as I said, they're t- they're taking their profits sending them overseas so they don't have to pay taxes on them. They're they're shipping the jobs, certain jobs that they can send overseas. um, And, you know, and like I said, some of them are actually foreign-owned companies. They're not even controlled by American companies. The beer isn't that good. Have you ever tasted Coors Light? It tastes like the like horse pee. And yeah. what about Heineken? He- no, Heineken's, Heineken's is, is, actually is Heineken's pretty good. And Heineken's an imported beer. It's not okay. a, It's not a domestic. Um, so we're actually, yeah, so to clarify that point, we're actually not talking about foreign imported beers. So we're not talking about Coronas or Heineken's or Amstel's or, um, you know, anything that comes in. We're talking only about American beer companies, American beer brewers that are here in the United States. Yep. And you ever have Bud Light? I call it Bud Light water. It is water. Yeah, when I order a Bud Light, I say, can I have a water? And they always know what I want. Put it this way. Drink craft beer, support the Craft Brew Act, and support, I'm sorry, the Small Brew Act, and support your local small businesses um, without giving major handouts to these big four. (laughs) Yes. And drink IPAs. Oh, and on that note, guys, I have to say goodbye to you. But if you miss us that much, you will subscribe to our iTunes podcast at LYVBH Radio No Space. You can also check out our website, LYVBH.com. Of course, that means Let Your Voice Be Heard, the acronym. And we'll see you next week. Enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend. Squat. Hey! Overseas? I don't know what you mean? crazy. do